Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, when you're out to eat, do you prefer to get all your food at once, or do you like to have them space it out and course it out for you? Uh, 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Bradley, why are we asking this question? Thanks for asking. We're asking the question because um, this actually came up over the holiday. A lot of things came up over the holidays uh, in terms of hot button issues. And this, <laughs> I'm learning this. And this was one of them. And it actually reminded me of an article I read in The Takeout, which is a food blog. It's like a place you a lot of our like um, cheat day Friday stuff comes from this website. Um, and the, the headline was they have a columnist there called the Salty Waitress. And it's Ask the Salty Waitress. And the person said, I'm sick of all my food arriving at once. And then there was this big, long uh, letter from someone who's like, look, I just like to have a meal with friends and have it just go, you know, very casually. We start with a drink, then we move on to the appetizer and then maybe a salad. And then we're going to do our main course. And then maybe we're going to do a dessert and then we're going to have like another cocktail or so. That person was saying they appreciate that, but they've noticed over the last few years that there is this tendency to just move things along. You got to turn the table, and you because that's money right there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have to be. And this person was sort of ruling how you have to just be strident in you know telling your server you really want things coursed out. You don't want it served all right at once. And I thought. I totally agree. And then it actually happened because, um, you know, like when you're with family, yep. we went out a lot. So almost every night, with the exception of Thanksgiving and one other night, we went out to dinner and um, we it was something we had to point out or make clear at every meal. Don't bring all the food at once. Right. But then there's like all this figuring out of like, do we order all at once? Right. Because if we order all at once, do we risk the food coming out all at once? Right. And um, you can read the article because uh, in the article, the the salty waitress, she tells you basically things have changed. People are trying to move tables they're trying to get through things really quickly. So you're going to have to just be really clear and upfront. And that just got me to the point where I was like, well, there must be people who actually do enjoy that or nobody would ever do it. Right. right? There must be people who enjoy just like. Give Let's me all the food. Get it and get her done. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Do you like getting all your food all at once, or do you want to kind of course it out and make the meal last? Yeah. So it's interesting because when you talk about this, I think about Matt and I kind of tease about this sometimes at our house. My husband, yep. Um, his his grandmother 
was a very particular woman. Mm -hmm. And she had a command of the table when we would go out to eat in a way I've never seen anybody else do it. And she would give us the instructions every time we sat down. Same instructions every time. But she would tell us the agenda for the meal. And what I mean is, what would be ordered when? So she would say, first we will order a drink. When we are halfway done with that drink, then we will order an appetizer and another drink. And then once we're done with the appetizer, then and only then can we order the meal. I kind of like this woman. She was, and and she did, and she would then also, so she would do the thing with us, and we'd all have the understanding, and then she'd tell that to the to the wait yeah. staff, so that they knew we're going to eat a whole meal, yeah. but we are not going to be shooed out of this restaurant. Yeah, we're going to eat it slowly, and we're going to do it like that. And even when, and this would happen because this happens at some restaurants where they'll say, "Why don't you just give me the order and I'll course it out?" She would say, "No, no." Oh, wow. We will be in charge of how this goes. Wow. I mean, she was strident in her views, and we sort of would just let her do that. I'm a fan of get the menu off. Like, I want to make, let's make all the decisions, because here's the thing I hate, is let's have a conversation. I don't want our conversation to be burdened by, now let's stop and think about this, this food item. Now let's stop and think about our entree. Could we just figure out what we want, give it to the server, but I don't want to have to like laboriously go through. And all of this is first world problems. Yes. Trust me when I tell you, I understand that. But um, I don't want to have to like think about it after that. Right. Just course it out. And that means don't go boom, 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 boom. So here's what I learned from Vi. That was her name. Matt's grandmother. What I learned from Vi is having a table captain is a good thing. Yeah, I and like I know that. it's not, you can do it really informally, but you, you do this anyway. When somebody, you can say like, if you're going to a place where you're going to order a bunch of stuff for people to share, you, you automatically nominate a food captain, yeah. right? So if you've got the food captain there who just is going to be the person who's going to tell the everybody how this is going to go, yeah. it works really well. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Chris is on the line. Hi, Chris. Chris, do you like to have all the food at once or do you like it coursed out? Well, you course it out, and the best way to do that is to go ahead and get the menu, uh, pick an appetizer, and tell them to put that in. And when they say, is that all you want? You say, nope, I'm going to hang on to the menu, and when Mm. I get the appetizer, we'll think about ordering something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it it seems a little rude, but sometimes at a lot of restaurants, it's the only way you can get the food the way you want it. Mm -hmm. You're uh, you're absolutely right. I spend a lot of time in the restaurant business, and what happens is if you say, I don't want it all at once, they'll say, sure, but the kitchen still makes it all at once, mm-hmm. and then it sits under the heat lamp until you're done with your appetite. Oh, that's yeah. good to know. Thank you, Chris. See, that's the thing, you know, and that's because Jamie is one of those people, like, he's Vi, uh-huh. uh, in this case, your husband's grandmother. She or He wants, um, he's afraid that if we give them the order, they're not going to listen, and ultimately the kitchen is just going to start pumping it out and that to his point that has actually happened on several occasions Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden food is arriving you're like no 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 what and also sometimes they'll take course it out meaning you get your salad and then before you're done with your salad they're bringing more food and it's like no 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 that's right not what we meant so here i'm just going to throw this out there and then we'll get to a couple more calls but um i just like to always remind people a good thing to do is know if you're going to be a person who is going to hold on to the menu and order little by little. Remember that in the tipping process, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because 
because I think that can be maybe a little bit not I'm not going to say frustrating, but it may feel like an imposition a little bit, both to the wait staff and to the yeah. kitchen. So just remember that when it yeah. comes time for the tip that you maybe, yeah. uh, you know, drew it out a little bit. Yeah. Let's go to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Aaron, do you like your food all at once or do you like to course it out? I can course it out if they bring it all at once. That's fine with me, too. I don't get too worked up about it. But my bigger thing is, honestly, I want to talk to the wait staff a lot less. I don't want to mm. talk to them more than I talk to the people I go to dinner with. For oh, me, that is a huge deal. And just all the communication around that is exhausting. It can be. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you, Aaron. Especially now that, um, you know, restaurants go to such such great lengths to make sure you understand everything that's delightful about the food that you're eating. You know, they want you to know where it all came from. They want you to know all those things. And I will say we had one experience. And by the way, it was a Minnesota-based restaurant Uh in Naples, Florida, Mm -hmm. Um, Campiello. That waitress, she was like seen but not heard. Like, she was the most amazing wait staff. Like she showed up when she needed to. She removed plates when she needed to. She took orders when she needed to. She was very, very there and present, uh-huh. but you didn't feel her presence. There's an right? art to that it, for it, sure. It, it it was something we remarked on. Like, wow, it felt like she was never here. But then we all our drinks were always filled. Yeah, we always had food, you know, coming or on its way. So uh, it's Don- an art. Let's go to Donna. Hi, Donna. Donna, do you like to have your food all at once or do you like to have it coursed out? Well, two comments. I think it depends on if I have tickets or I'm trying to make a play or something. Oh, sure. So oh, then I'm sure. more in a hurry. And second, my daughter's a server in Minneapolis at a very fancy restaurant. She said she prefers that people just simply say we're in a hurry or we're not in a hurry and we're going to eat slowly. And then you can make little cues like if I flip my menu over, we're ready to order so that they... She doesn't feel like she's pestering them. Yeah. I love but, that. Um, and they they could maybe even come up with some little thing on the table for we're ready for our next course on the table. <laughs> like a little flag. <laughs> yeah, a little flag because she said some people are in a hurry and they don't tell her and then they get pissed and and vice versa. So she just appreciates if you just tell her and she will make it happen. I love it. Thank I you, like Donna. That. I think communication is key, right? Setting the boundaries like to your your example with Vi, uh-huh. Grandma Vi, um, you know, be clear up front. This is how this is going to go. Yep. And <laughs> please yep. act accordingly. Nominate a, ta- a table captain. What I would say <laughs> is just communicate like we would like to do this. What's the best way to right. make that to happen? To go forward with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, and our last caller, uh, apparently their food arrived. And so they've, oh, they're eating. they've gone now. Yeah. They're eating. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, well, from foods to food fads, uh, Tis the season, uh, as we turn over to a new year very soon, we're going to hear about all the latest in food fads. Bradley's going to oh. bring us one that's going to make your eyes roll right on out of your head. A few of them. After this on My Talk 1071. Well, it's the season of food trends. Uh, as we journey into the new year, you're going to start to hear all about the newest, healthiest way to eat your food. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, and you know, um, Bradley's got all the newest food oh, trends. Oh, I just am sitting on those food trends. Well, warming them up. That for might you. be another food trend. Hey, uh, Sit hey, on look, your food. 
you know, there was uh, doorbell sunning. Maybe yeah. there'll be doorbell eating. No, Bradley oh, doorbell Ish. warming. Okay. I mean, Colleen, you said that you That's warm true. up frozen candy under between, your thigh. Under your thigh. Not That's between true. anything. Under your thigh. I'm. It's going to sous vide. I'm going to make a steak in my back Stop. door. Oh, okay. Steak ready. <laughs> okay, so. Gross. Uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Get Maybe to them food gross. trends. Get Maybe to the food trends. You. Okay, so I want to get to the top food trends. Okay. I'm going to give you a few, and we can just talk about them. But I, here's what I want to say. Overall, this food trend trend, the trend of food trends. It's like reading the report of the report. The report of the report. <laughs> so if I look at the list of 10 trendy foods for 2020, yeah. I'm, I'm not really that amused and in fact i'm just kind of bored so let me start um with a few that i think that will make your eye roll actually just one (laughs) well here's one that's really just i'm just gonna get right to it all right and i'm sorry don't send me emails okay it's a four-letter word rhymes with speedo what it's a four-letter word that rhymes with speedo i'll say it Keto. Keto diet. Keto diet foods are a real big trend this year, you guys, for 2020. Yeah, okay, go on. Okay. I'm not even going to say something because I know I'm going to get an email from somebody who's going to correct me. Keto food <laughs> options are also experiencing a surge in popularity as people embrace a new low-carb lifestyle. Okay. Why does that make our eye roll? Which which reason? Which which one are you <laughs> well, going pick for? One and then I'll well, do it. Honestly, okay. Well, I'll say what I was going to say that I'm going to get an email for from somebody who's going to from who's read a book. Um, keto is. I'm sorry, <laughs> but keto is very similar to Atkins, which is very similar to uh, Paleo, which is very similar to any other low carb diet. There's yeah. a small nuance between each of those diets, but. It, it it's simple at the end of it all it's eliminating processed carbs can well can i just dumb it down for all of us i wish you would i'm going to start referring to this as big keto because what i mean by that is it's industrial keto yeah so what you're seeing the trend that you guys are seeing it's not the keto that's the problem keto is a very specific thing you can google it learn about it decide if that's right for you i don't care anybody who's paying attention to and focusing on their health for 2020 Mm -hmm. you get bonus points from me because frankly i just read another article about how like the like americans are basically killing themselves so whatever you do to make yourself healthier great but if Arby's is rolling out a keto burger in 2020, right. I want you to run the other direction right. because there is nothing any healthier. Like, for example, Keto or Shake Shack has a keto burger. Okay. Do you want to guess what the Keto Shake Shack burger is? It's, I'm going to guess it's just the burger without the bun. It's a burger wrapped in lettuce. Okay. Nope. So a cheese. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. 
You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. <laughs> What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. This burger with bacon wrapped in lettuce is, is marginally, I wouldn't even call that healthier. It is marginally, it is basically the same thing. Yeah. Minus, you know, maybe 80 a, calories or 100 calories a, or whatever a, a bun, bun is. Yeah. Right. Just but this notion that you are going to make yourself healthier because of reducing the bun is it that is just an oversimplification of what people who actually are well versed in what a keto diet is scientifically. You know, that's just an oversimplification. Well, it does actually kind of go back to what you were saying about calling it big keto. We saw that with the Atkins diet, where yeah. the Atkins diet started as a philosophy written by a doctor. Uh, he put out a book, and then there became a an industry behind it that included bars and cookbooks and all of that. Like, the craze of of it then started to draw you away from the actual science that started it in the first place. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about, um, food trends, right? Um, here's another food trend for 2020 Brussels sprouts. Okay. That, those have been a trend on my table Wait, since the eighties. Brussels sprouts. That's a trend for 2019. Okay. Yeah. It turns out apparently is Brussels sprout, the new cauliflower. Uh, it might be cauliflower old and busted. So, um, Jacob Schaefer, a spokesperson for man's, I think is a, um, producer of Brussels sprouts. Okay. Not men, man's, (laughs) he told vegetable grower news quote, Brussels are undergoing a renaissance. Also vegetable grower news. Well, you know, that's their industry publication. I love everyone has a trade. That's true. The rise is in some ways connected to recent research stating Brussels sprouts are as rich in a source of many nutrients compared with kale. So basically, Brussels are the new kale. Okay. Oh what happened God. to kale? Well, kale um, has been found to kill people. No! No, I'm kidding. No. I'm sure kale is still around. These are new food trends. Okay. Here's one I'm very excited about. What? Squid ink. Okay. Squid ink is going to be very big in 2020. (laughs) So what you're saying is 2020 is the year of the squirt. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I got to move. When we come back... We've got some celebrities behaving badly. They're D-Bags. We'll tell you about them. Oh, celebrities and others behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley oh, Trainer. Excuse so me. I got verklempt. I did. I get so emotional, baby. Uh, okay, so... This is not a celebrity behaving badly, but it is somebody behaving badly, and we call them... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I have a D-Bag. Who's your D-Bag? It is a department store in Osaka, Japan. Oh, no. What happened? Daimaru Umeda uh, initially introduced a program in October... Uh, it's a women's clothing section okay. that had a new um, initiative uh, that they rolled out. And that initiative was a uh, an opportunity for the women who work in the women's clothing department to wear special badges during their time of the month. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, 
yeah, it's a, so a badge that features. <laughs> Thank you what? for asking. I will clarify what their intention was in just Stay a moment. Away. Uh, if they chose to, they could wear a badge featuring a cartoon called Seri Chan, Miss Period. Okay. If they chose to. Miss Period. I want you to. Can you just look at the cartoon too? It's. Okay. I need to go see this. <laughs> it's like a pink splotch oh god with eyes and a mouth like looking like a cartoonization i don't it's not good any whoosie what's um the intention though they say of the badges was really very pro woman it was so that the people around the woman working in the department would be more gracious toward her if she needed a longer break or if you know she was having some trouble on the job um, but the public didn't like this idea, and so they pushed back. And now, uh, the department store is reconsidering the badge. Yep. Okay, that is just about the dumbest thing that I ever did see. Isn't that crazy? No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. They introduced this policy in just in October. No word on whether or not anybody actually took them up on this offer. It That is... Th- so misguided and who came up with that idea do you think it was the ladies uh no no well and remember that japan is the place oh god why did we just okay, talk about- I, I will tell you because i know this uh you will rec- you will recall the reason we just talked about japan in a workplace issue is because there was a workplace that banned glasses on oh, women yes but remember why? that uh, it was because oh, now I don't remember what their reason was. Uh, it was because women shouldn't wear them to work because I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. But they didn't want women wearing glasses. So the women were not allowed to wear glasses. Um, yeah. Anyway, that just is it's weird because um Let's just say, in some ways, Japan is very forward mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. and in some ways, specifically where women are concerned, mm-hmm. it's not very forward looking. Right. Um, yeah. Also, they did implement some rules for female workers that they had to wear high heels to work. So you can't wear your glasses. You got to wear high heels, and if it's your time of the month, wear a badge so that everybody knows. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I hate to change the subject, but I well, would like gotta. to because I have a crazy or a crazy stupid idiot. Um, what do we call those things again? A D bag. Yep. It's been a while. Yep. I know. Um, I'm going to pick Ghislaine Mas- Maswell. Ooh, okay. Maxwell. This is intense. All right. It's, this is a D bag. This is a serious D bag, but we haven't talked about this story. And I know we're going to talk about um, Prince Andrew later in the show. Yeah. But I did want to talk about this. I saw this headline in The Sun. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were spies who used underage sex to blackmail politicians, according to an ex-handler. So, let's back up and break this all down. So, who's a Ghislaine Maxwell again? She is like the trusty sidekick of one Jeffrey Epstein, the late Jeffrey Epstein, who was uh, was going to have to answer to charges of essentially rape yeah. of girls. Yeah. Um, and she was by all accounts, kind of the mistress of 
that operation. And, you know, we didn't actually, I don't think we talked about the fact that she had, she testified in a, well, it wasn't a testifying in a trial, but she spoke to authorities about, I thought she was on the stand. And again, I apologize because I don't have the, um, the details right in front of me, but she basically says that um, Virginia Roberts Giffrey, Mm -hmm. the woman who accused princess Andrew of having sex with Prince her. Andrew. Prince Andrew. What did I say, princess? You did. This is funny because earlier today I said Prince Anne. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> my genders are confused. Anyway, um, Virginia Roberts accused Prince Andrew of sleeping her with her when she was 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ghislaine Maxwell apparently said she doesn't know why this woman's making all this stuff up, but um, this woman and all the other accusers are completely, you know, she's like, I don't know what Jeffrey got up to when he was getting massages. I didn't see nothing. I worked to procure people for his employment. That's all. Um, So Uh she vehemently denies that she had a role in any of this. But by the accounts of several people who are victims of Jeffrey Epstein. She was essentially the trainer. She was the trainer, the groomer, the perpetrator Mm -hmm. in many cases, having sex with them as well as Jeffrey at the Mm -hmm. same time. So just like, you know, there are, there's ample evidence that this woman was up to no good. Well, now uh, some ex handler take the story for what it's worth says that they were actually um, trying to engage other people in this behavior to compromise them, to get, you know, secrets to get stuff on them, to get stuff on the third party so that they would be able to compromise them. I mean, I would say the stuff they had on the third party was that they were involved in the rape of underaged women. Yes. Underaged women meaning girls. girls. Yeah. I you know, that to me would feel like enough stuff. Yeah. Well, this just paints a picture and tells the importance of this woman being held accountable and I don't know why it seems like part of this whole story with Jeffrey Epstein and now Ghislaine Maxwell obviously Jeffrey Epstein's dead so you can't do anything like he could have been held to account he was he was in jail that was going to happen at some point but she has not been held to account and somehow has been able to I don't understand how she hasn't been legally culpable in some way right like if some of these women claim that she was present when they were having sex why isn't she well because she's just as much a rapist then as he is Well, you would think right so i don't know if it's because of a lack of evidence because if all of these cases just amount to he said she said but at the end of the day i just hope that the focus will not go away from her because somebody who again we've talked about several times whether it's bill cosby or any of these other horrible people harvey weinstein um, there was a network around the individual that allowed this behavior to happen yeah. that, you know, they are equal. Well, I shouldn't say equally, but they could be in some cases, but certainly are um, worthy of being held accountable. I, I feel like this story has sort of started to fizzle. I don't know. In fact, and we're going to talk about Prince Andrew in the next hour. Look, I feel like his story, the story about how, Prince Andrew was involved with all of this has started to eclipse 
the bigger story about all the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. And as you said, also, well, Elaine Maxwell. partially because he's dead. Well, yeah. Right? So the focus goes to uh, other people like him. And in this case, it's Prince Andrew. And I just think that story is going to blow wide open and there's going to be consequences that go far beyond Prince Andrew and affect people that, you know, are in positions of authority today. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to say about that. Not showing up for work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So well, anyway, we don't want that to happen. Yeah. Gillian Maxwell, you're a D-bag. She is a D-bag. That is putting it mildly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you know, Bradley, in your absence, there's a, a publationship. By the way, what's a publationship? That's a relationship for publicity purposes. That we have not been giving its due to. We have not been giving enough attention to the publationship that we call Shamila. Oh. What is a Shamila? That's a um, Sean Mendez and a Camilla Cambaño. And we're going to give them the attention that they both are desperate for and deserve. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We haven't been giving them the attention that they so richly deserve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. The they I'm talking about is a publicationship by the name of Shamila. Bradley, what is a publicationship? It's a relationship for publicity kids. What's a Shamila? It's um, a Sean Mendez and a Camila Cabello. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's up with them? Well, okay, so I saw this story and I thought to myself, you've been gone a few days. What have we been what have we been learning about these two? What have you been learning about these two? I apparently you guys didn't talk about this while I was gone, but turns out that in a interview that is new, mm-hmm. Camilla opened up about her relationship with mm-hmm. Sean Mendez and why they kept things well what I love is the way the they frame this. In a new interview with the Los Angeles Times, Camilla opened up about her relationship and the real reason why they kept things under wraps before revealing that they were dating. This is a thing with these two where, like, this is totally fabricated. The real reason? Like, like, why wouldn't you just tell us what the... So the whole fact that we're like one... Anyway, this is all just for publicity. Mm -hmm. And then she actually said what the real reason was. Quote, tell me what you think of this. Okay, well... I guess like I was avoiding it, yeah. I mean, I don't call him Sean Mendez, you know? I call him like pet names and um pet names that I'm not gonna say in this interview, by the way. But like, oh I feel like when I say his name, it's just contributing to the pop culture circus. Okay, this is like a okay. she ripped a page out of how to pretend like you're having a relationship with a celebrity. She goes on. I don't call him by his actual name. I mean, I don't call him Sean Mendes, you know? Like, I call him pet names, and I'm not going to do that in this interview. I call him Bill. Hey, Bill. (laughs) Or hey, big shh, you know. Yeah, something or another that we won't say because we can't. Uh, Then she goes on to say, um, she also noted that people can sometimes forget that their relationship is real. And not yeah, just for show. Not, oh, really? It's not real, People honey. don't forget their relationship is real, because it's not. Quote, as soon as I do it, say his name, Oh, I can hear the screams. And I'm like, no, no, you're not hearing what I'm trying to say. I'm not talking about it as it's like some Twitter thing. That's my boyfriend. This is real. 
Okay, first of all, first of all, explain, I need to understand the scenario of the first sentence Lies. there. Whenever I say his name, I can hear the screams. Who, like, who's she talking to that they're... The voices can we just head. act this out for a second? Yeah. I'll be Camila Cabello and you be okay. everybody else. Yeah. So the other day, I was at McDonald's with Sean Mendes. Ah! Does that happen? I mean, apparently. Is that how that no, goes? No, no, no. You're not hearing what I'm trying to say. I'm not no, talking we about it as some Twitter thing. Because we're in love. I'm not <laughs> talking about it as some Twitter thing. That's my boyfriend. This is real. So that. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's why you did all of the circus antics in public, making like sucking each other's faces off in public places repeatedly and time and time again. Here's the thing. This is this is the t- <clears throat> Here's the thing. What do we say in Hollywood? Nothing is real and everyone smokes. Yeah. So are there other people dating right now in Hollywood? Lots of them. Why do we only see these two? Exactly. Because they want us to. Precisely. So if they want us to, then this claptrap is just that. It's just claptrap. It's it's the sort of like plausible deniability, like, oh. I haven't said it out loud because I just can't deal with how you guys can't handle the truth. Well, but you are saying it out loud, left, right, and center. It's in every newspaper. It's in every tabloid. Right. You're sucking Again, each other's face in public. You want us to talk about think this. Think critically, people. There are people in relationships, and we don't even know they're in relationships. We don't care that they're in relationships. Yeah. It is it is absolutely possible to live a life. So here's an example. Do you remember when Jennifer, Jen, Jennifer, what's her last name? Lawrence. See, Jennifer Lawrence was out in front of the cameras all the darn time. Yeah. And then she went away for a hot moment. Yeah. And then she came back a little bit after she got married. Yeah. That period of time where she was away. Mm-hmm. Do you think she was locked in a tower somewhere? No. Nope. No. She probably went to Whole Foods. Yeah. She probably went to the local Starbucks. Yeah. She probably took a walk in the park. Probably went to the gym. Mm-hmm. Probably went to the mall. Yeah. Probably, probably did, did some all stuff. the things she that didn't people live in do. a vacuum. No, but but the reason why she wasn't photographed doing any of those things is because she wasn't inviting it. Yeah. So when you see Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello making out, 
with her legs wrapped around him outside of a restaurant or I mean, she was on the court side at a, yeah. at a basketball game. So it wasn't just them making out. You'll remember she was like throwing herself on him at every single possible public opportunity. Like, right. and again, you, you could say like, but they were just on a game. When you're a celebrity at the level of a Sean Mendez and a Camila Cabello and you're sitting courtside right. at that uh, basketball game, mm-hmm. there is no expectation of privacy. No. You are you are acting for the cameras. And what I love is when you see that that shot pulled out, meaning when you see the wide shot of yeah. the two of them courtside making out and you see that. Nobody else in the crowd is making out. Why? Because you're at a basketball game. People don't make out at basketball games. Nope. Period. I've been to them before. That's not part of the event. Also, and this is the part where I just get angry. Like, you might think I was already angry. Not yet. The part that makes me angry is that this is actually working. Because we have seen them win awards for their song Senorita. It's not because it's a fine song. It's not the best song I've ever heard, but people are excited about the two of them together because they're not thinking critically. Also, did you see the story that, well, you didn't because you were living your life in Naples, but we were living life. We were, reading we were over here. Reading. Did you hear the story about how he came out on a balcony, uh, like a hotel balcony? No. To, uh, crowd of screaming girls okay hold on i gotta get the because it's it's the weirdest like think old michael jackson yeah before Blanket. all the stuff yeah instead of dangling a baby off of a balcony mm-hmm. you're dangling something else exactly what no apparently he was just in his underwear shirtless from his hotel balcony so here's the headline sean mendez drives fans wild with a sneak peek of his buff body while shirtless on a hotel balcony in rio after he canceled his show due to sickness so he canceled a show on saturday because he was under the weather he had laryngitis and a sinus infection however he did take a moment out of his rest time uh, in Brazil to walk out onto the balcony in his undies <laughs> and wave at screaming girls below. Okay, so that was just a payoff. At 5.15 that was like, PM. If you're not going to do the concert, you at least have to show them in your panties. I'd like right. to remind you both of something about Sean Mendes. What? Who does he do endorsements for? Calvin Klein. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Um, are you? Hold on. Are you suggesting <sighs> perhaps that his undies were Calvin's? Yes. Okay. Oh. I think I hear what you're saying. Okay, so <laughs> to go back to the story about Shamila, again, publicationship numero uno, mm-hmm. um, this is what just ties it all in a bow. Because you all will say, why are you so focused on these two? What do you care if they're in love? Why are you trying to harsh their mouth? Why are you trying to ruin it? Well, it's all because we tell you this because it's for a reason. And what's the reason? Not to just, quote, get attention. It's to get your money. Well, to get your money and um, for them to be more successful with the single, specifically the single Senorita. So after she's talking, and that is Camila Cabello in this interview where she's like, this is real and I can't just like talk about it because it's real. She also talked about how apparently, despite the fact that she didn't want to do another Latin inspired song so soon after Havana, which can we just talk about what's problematic about that? Why? Like, 
I don't want to do a Latin inspired song so soon after I did another one. I have lots of questions about that, mm-hmm. but okay. Sean managed to convince her. I can't believe do... she said his name. Hold on. <laughs> Every time you say Sean, <laughs> you have to scream. Please. It's like our secret word of the day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every every time you mention that nerve. Uh Anyway, her managed to convince her to do Senorita with him. Sean texted me. (laughs) Sean texted me the idea for the song. And for a while, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. I had no context for where the song fit for me artistically. Okay. What those words mean, I don't understand anything. But then she goes on. And this is where it just all becomes clear why this is a thing. Their relationship. We're just two kids in love. I thought, you know what? He and I singing together sounds great. I'm not going to overthink this. Okay, can I just tell you one quick thing? I know we're running out of time. Nominated for a Grammy. They've won several other awards for the song. Also, the timeline is all wrong. Because she's acting like they decided to do this before. Oh, yeah, no. After they they started dating. They allegedly started dating after they were doing the song or as they were doing the song. So there's a timeline issue there. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's shopping season. What was your weirdest impulse buy? Six, five. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.